smile, stay intellectually active, consciously relax, and don't forget to yawn. everyone, Jay again here for another episode of Jay Walking, a podcast where we discuss things that really matter so that we can cross the road from a life of meaninglessness and superficiality to a life of meaning and wisdom. How are you everyone? I hope you are doing fine. If you were able to listen to the, to the beginning of this episode, those were the four ways to exercise your brain so that you could enhance your physical, mental, and spiritual health. If you were not able to listen to the first part of, of this episode, I encourage you, I invite you to listen to the first one. And still, I am basing this uh, episode to the book highly acclaimed book entitled How God Changes Your Brain Breakthrough Findings from a Leading Neuroscientist authored by Andrew Newberg MD and co-authored by Mark Robert Waldman Are you ready for the last four ways? Here we go! And the fourth best way to exercise your brain is to meditate. Meditation, by the way, is not just a Christian practice. Other religion, other kinds of faith also practice meditation. The Hindus, the Buddhists, and even Muslims, they also do meditation. But in our Christian faith, I think we owe it much to to St. Ignatius de Loyola for making meditation accessible to the lay people, especially uh, in his most famous spiritual exercises. But according to the book, and this is quite helpful to all of us, according to their study, and I quote, if you stay in a contemplative state for 20 minutes to an hour, your experiences will tend to feel more real affecting your nervous system in ways that enhance physical and emotional health, end of quote. So, according to them, uh, it, it enhances emotional health and making your, your experiences more real. I think this is a no-brainer, especially if you already practice meditation. Meditation is another way to call mental prayer or silent prayer. I remember when I was still in my formation years as a catechist, part of our schedule was was to to have a silent prayer or a mental prayer an hour a day from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. and and it helped me a lot in my in my faith. I suppose meditation should be number 1 in this list because Meditation, mental prayer, is an act of faith, it's an act of prayer, it's an act of connection to, to us and to the one that created us. 
more than the relaxation, the focusing of our thoughts, meditation is really a penetration to God. But if you meditate without the faith aspect, it's okay because according to to the authors, even 10 to 15 minutes of meditation appears to have a significantly positive effects on cognition, relaxation, and psychological health. Psychological health, that's very important today since there is a rise of of mental health issues and mental health problems. And I think one of the best cure is to really meditate. I think one of the terms that we use today is not just meditation because others would think that meditation is connected to to religion or or to any kinds of faith i think one of the terms that people use today is mindfulness the practice of being mindful and i think one of the advantages of practicing mindfulness is that you can organize your thoughts you can prioritize what really is important in your life this is also true according to the book also especially if if you are a student listen to this this will help you a lot according to the book and i quote there's even a solid evidence that meditating before taking a test will significantly improve your score We, when researchers at the university of kentucky taught students a 40-minute relaxation and concentration technique, guess what? They did better than those who exercised or took a nap. End of quote. So, students, if you meditate before a class or even a major exam, instead of cramming yourselves, why don't you relax, focus, be mindful, and meditate? Or you could even pray silently that you can have, uh, you can you can answer the questions wholeheartedly, and you can hit the right answers and choose the right letter for a certain question, or whatever it is. Just before taking any exams, meditate, be mindful, so that you could organize your thoughts and you could organize the things you have reviewed or you, things you have studied. that certain subject but i highly encourage you to do not just meditate because you have an incoming exam and this is not just for students but this is for everyone meditate because it is an act of faith it is our way to connect ourselves to god maybe you can start 10 to 15 minutes a day when you do that And before you silence yourself, you can have the Bible to read a, a Bible first, a Bible passage, or, or maybe your favorite scripture. Or if you don't have a Bible, maybe you could focus on, on something, maybe something that you're really praying for to God. And uh, again, do not be afraid when you silence yourself. There will be distractions. That's normal. But again, when you silence yourself, when you meditate, rest assured, God is with you when you do that. So why don't you try practice meditation every day? It will help you, not just physically, not just mentally, but spiritually.
And the third best way to exercise your brain is aerobic exercise. Well, I think this is a no-brainer. We all know that exercise is one of the best way to make ourselves healthy. We know this one. Our teachers taught us to exercise. Doctors would always recommend to have exercise. Others would recommend to work out, go to the gym, and work those muscles out. Exercise. That's one way to make ourselves fit and healthy. But also, according to the research, according to the book, and I quote, exercise can even be viewed as a form of meditation because it involves sustained concentration and a deliberate regulation of body movements and breathing. Studies have even shown that in it enhances relaxation and spiritual well-being. Exercise improves cognition and academic performance. End of quote. There, uh, it enhances cognition and academic performance. So, to those students who are listening to this podcast, why don't you try exercise? You don't just exercise during your physical education class, but maybe before you go to school or after school, you can exercise. And stretch those muscles out. You know, for the past two months, and for the most days of the week of those months, I went to the gym, worked out just to get rid of some extra fat. But not just to be physically fit, but also it helped me to reorganize my thoughts. It helped me also to do more to the things that I love, like reading, like writing, or playing musical instruments and so on. So exercise is not just about being physically or to have to gain abs or muscles, but it is an integral way to really make ourselves healthy, both mentally and spiritually. So, try exercise. And by the way, don't forget also to yawn. You're treating yourself when you do that. And we are now in the second best way to exercise your brain. And the second is to dialogue with others. Yes, you have heard it right. Dialogue with others is the second best way to exercise your brain. How are you so far in terms of having a heart-to-heart talk or an authentic conversation with someone? Maybe with a friend, maybe someone you love, maybe in your family. In terms of having a quality time talking, conversing with other people, how are you so far in that area? Well, in this book, number two of the best way to exercise your brain is to really dialogue with others. And why is this a best way to exercise your brain? Well, the book says something about this, and I quote, Dialogue requires social interaction, and the more social ties we have, the less our cognitive abilities will decline. In fact, 
any form of social isolation will damage important mechanisms in the brain leading to aggression, depression, and various neuropsychiatric disorders. Without dialogue, we would not be able to cooperate with others. And without cooperation, human behavior rapidly deteriorates into conflict. We can either talk our way out of a problem or fight our way out. And dialogue is certainly the more civilized solution for attaining and maintaining global peace. End of quote. So in order for us to develop good relationships, even to people that we don't have the same perspectives, philosophies, or views, it is very important for us to have a dialogue. Okay? Maybe you could talk about something about how to attain uh, reconciliation to certain problems or just have an authentic, honest, and open conversation with the people. Maybe your friends, maybe your loved ones, maybe your boyfriend or your girlfriend, okay? But again, it's dialogue with others, not gossiping with others. Gossip is merely a monologue, not really a dialogue, okay? So, you can talk about the, the recent movie you have watched or the recent book you have read, the recent story that you have read, or something something abstract like you talked about uh, you talk about your faith, your journey, your 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 challenges right now in your relationship with God. Talk about it. Okay? And one thing also, as the book would also suggest that do not get entrapped in angry dialogue do not have dialogue with with people in the internet it's a trap okay so again uh, when you dialogue with others when you converse um, even abstract ideas it can help you really stretch out some nerves in your brain and not just stretch out nerves in your brain but you can develop good relationships And we are now in the number one best way to exercise your brain. Before I reveal to you the number one best way to exercise your brain, I don't know if you have noticed this, but in each exercise, I always put a touch of spirituality and a touch of faith. Well, that's the keyword already. Because the number one best way to exercise your brain is no other than and this is also surprising especially because the authors of this book are partly into science but the result of their research did not hinder them to put this as number one best way to exercise your brain and the number one is actually faith yes F-A-I-T-H, faith. And why is faith the number one best way to exercise your brain? Well, uh, if you ask me in the Christian perspective, faith actually, uh, it is the highest capacity of our intellect. 
it is sort of like the peak of our cognitive processes, our intellect. And faith is even beyond reason. That is why um, when you say that you have faith, it is not just about a blind faith. It is actually giving our our all, giving our thoughts, our mind, our decisions, whatever we have as human. It is surrendering to something we believe that is good for the good of us. And for Christians, the greatest and ultimate good of all is no other than God himself. And faith also is not something abstract. Faith is a lived experience. We should know that every day we exercise our faith, whether consciously or unconsciously, we express our faith. Whether you are in private or in public, you express your faith. And we need to realize that faith always has a connection to our daily and ordinary experiences because what we do, what we say, and even what we think is always connected to our faith. As we say, the law of faith is also the law of life. And we need to have faith. You know why? Because faith is the only way to penetrate the heart of God. Yes. It is sort of like a Wi-Fi. It's our connection to, to God. If you don't have faith, then how can you experience, how can you, can you embrace the loving presence of God? So if you really want to be physically, mentally, and spiritually healthy, exercise your faith. So pray, read the scriptures, help people to the best way that you can. That's one of the best ways to concretely express your faith. So there you have it. The eight ways to exercise your brain so that you can enhance your physical, mental, and spiritual health. Again, this is from the book entitled How God Changes Your Brain. Breakthrough findings from a leading neuroscientist. Why don't you check out this brain, this book? <laughs> I was about to say brain. <laughs> Why did you check this book out and have the physical copy and read their astonishing revelations about their research and their, their conclusions about the connection of the brain to the spiritual life. So, if uh, I may review again, you have to smile, stay intellectually active, consciously relax, meditate, yawn, do exercise, dialogue with others, and the number one is exercise your faith. I hope that this episode uh, helped you in your journey, in your spiritual, physical, and mental life. I hope I was able to, to share something important to you. And again, if you, if you liked, if you loved what you've heard from these two episodes, the part one and this is the second one, please, uh, you can subscribe to this podcast. You can follow this podcast. You can rate, 
and give a review and don't forget to share this podcast that would help me a lot to improve this podcast more so that's all folks thank you for listening and more episodes to come so stay tuned and again this podcast is available to any major podcast so share this to your friends to your loved ones and to people you care this is jay kudilia again see you in the next episode thank you for listening